Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the Direct Response Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Sylvie Gugusso. She is a professional image consultant and corporate trainer with more than 20 years of corporate experience, educating and inspiring thousands of clients across Europe and around the world. Ultimately, her ability to empower people to influence the success of their own career and her passion for fashion has led to her launching Executive Image Consulting based in New York City. It is here that she uses her extensive corporate expertise to help clients project a powerful visual image of themselves to the outside world. Sylvie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. I'm super excited to be with you, Seth, and with your listeners. Awesome. Well, let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? Um, Well, I got started many, many, many years ago at a very different place. Twenty years ago, I um, became, first of all, a teacher and then uh, changed into the corporate world and uh, spent around 20 years in uh, corporations around the world, usually involved in training and development, executive development, management development, executive coaching. And um, during that time, I had the great honor to uh, just be with uh, many of the executives and help them through your, their career path. At the very end, my last job was that I built up a management academy for the top 100 managers and leaders of a huge organization, 100,000 um, employees. And what I learned there is that very often, me has been very excited about people, about top leaders that entered the room and they looked exactly the way we wanted them to look. They behaved the way we wanted them to behave. They said all the right things. But then years later, we had to fire them because of it. And then on the other side, we had so many young and ambitious people in those organizations who, for any reason, did not stand out for us as leadership material and might have done that job much better. So um, I started to hire image consultants for them. And I said, you, you have to sell yourself better. You are a product and you have to do kind of some marketing for you. You have to give others the chance that they identify you as a potential leader in our organization. And you have to stand out, but for all the right reasons. And I was so fascinated by that work that at one point I went back to school to learn all those tools and techniques and image consultants um, have to have in his or her toolbox. But first and foremost, um, to to use it for myself and my own career. 
And so long story short, um, seven years ago, actually today, seven years ago, so it's our American uh, anniversary, um, we moved to the United States and I decided to leave the corporate world and do something on my own and then become became an image consultant, a corporate image consultant. That's my story. Congratulations and happy anniversary. That is an incredible journey and I'm sure uh, if it hasn't already, the longer version of that should fill a book. You've written a book. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, I've written the image of leadership, um, how um, leaders package themselves to stand out for all the right reasons. And what I do in that book, I describe the impact of first impressions um, and the impact it has on your career or on the sales cycle or um, however people judge you and what exactly happens when they see you and what decisions they make and why it is so difficult to change those first impressions and that you have four elements to do that. The first is your A for appearance, then the B for behavior, the C for communication and the D for digital footprint. And that's why I call them the ABCDs of a professional image. That is absolutely great and very, very helpful. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? Oh, I wish I, I knew how hard it actually is. <laughs> I wish I knew how how much... Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a professional speaker and I work one-on-one -on -one with my clients. And if there is something I love most, then it's being on stage and speaking and sharing my message and helping people through that transformation. But as a business owner, I absolutely underestimated at the very beginning how much work it actually is to get to there, right? So if I speak one day per week, um, trust me, I work four days per week just to get there, which means I am my own CFO. I am my own CMO. I am my own CEO. I do everything from um, answering my emails to um, doing my taxes to making very important strategic decisions. Of course, you can always delegate things, no, no questions, and there might also be a high chance that I'm just not good in delegating, but I was just overwhelmed um, just to what, what you have to do. So, for example, I'm very active on social media, and uh, very often people ask me, wow, how did you get all those followers on Twitter? And I said, well, you know, I'm on Twitter all day long, right? I, I tweet and I do and I communicate, and those are just so many things you have to do around the actual purpose or main thing of your business, which is in my case speaking. Does that make sense? That yeah, makes total sense. Mm -hmm. What are some of the biggest mistakes you see executives making with their image? Um, well, the biggest mistake or the, the, the biggest, the, the advice I always share with them is avoid distraction for any price. You as an executive, you want to be known for your skills. You want to be known for your knowledge. You want to be known for your expertise. You want to be known for the added value you bring to the table. But you don't want to be known for your clothing, right? You don't want to be known for some kind of tick you have in your behavior. You don't want to be known for that weird Pinterest board you uh, whatever collect on, on the internet or, or a Facebook profile or whatever. So I 
really, really encourage everybody, executives and business owners, avoid distraction for any price. Give others the chance to focus on your excellence and not, for example, on something that you have been wearing. If people remember you for a piece of clothing, something you have been wearing, you did something wrong. Absolutely. What are you finding with, uh, there's been a trend in the workplace for a number of years, Casual started with Casual Friday, then became Business mm-hmm. Casual. Um, what are you finding is, how, how is that affecting executives and companies? Yeah, Casual Friday is probably the biggest enemy of um, organizations because there are two challenges. First of all, if I work for corporate clients, many of them have a dress code policy. But if I look into those dress code policies, they always describe what the organization understands in terms of professional dressing. Never do they describe, though, what their understanding is about casual dressing. So people don't have rules and people don't have guidelines and they have no idea what the company really requires or what they mean casual looks like, right? And the second challenge is that many people therefore think casual things I don't have to care. And it doesn't mean that. It's the opposite. And what happens is for that reason, they go into their wardrobes and then they pick out some piece like a pair of denim. And then they try to dress it up. They try to add pieces that pieces that make that pair of denim or whatever it is work for the work day, right? For the office. And I tell them, do the opposite. Uh, choose your piece that represents you in a very professional way and just skip elements. Skip the tie or skip the jacket or skip the Oxford shoes and wear them with more casual shoes. But start from the top and skip elements and don't start from the bottom and try to somehow make it work. That's great advice. And I know you've had incredible results with a number of the amazing clients you've had the good fortune to work with. Can you share some case studies with us? Well, you know, so very often I get asked about the, let's just say, celebrities I worked with. But to be very honest with you, my personal celebrities are those people who are individuals and go through an incredible transformation with me and who allow me to be part of it. I just worked with a woman um, out of Florida, and she has been at home for the last 15 years. So she left her corporate job 15 years first because she had to take care of her uh, sick father um, until he unfortunately died. And when he died, her husband became sick. So she took care of others all the time until she was finally ready to go back into corporate and then figured out that whenever she applies for jobs, there are all those young and ambitious people. And uh, she just felt left out and hired me and um, it was just an amazing transformation we went through. And you, um, that transformation not only has to do something with your appearance, it has to do something with your confidence, you know, how she walks around now and how she applies. And it, it didn't um, take long, and, and she had a job. And uh, trust me, it did not have anything to do with the makeup we chose for her or the clothes we chose for her or the new haircut. It had something to do with, first of all, 
the fact that finally she took care of herself. There's a very simple principle. The moment you take care of yourself, others think you have the ability to take care of them too. And the second thing is confidence is your best designer. If you feel great about yourself, others will notice. And um, so those are the amazing examples. And I'm truly grateful that uh, people allow me to be part of this. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. With all the success you've achieved both for yourself and your clients, what's your biggest challenge now? Um, well, my biggest challenge now and in the past and probably in the future is always the same, that I am in an industry, image consulting, um, that's where a lot of wardrobe consultants, personal stylists, color consultants call themselves image consultants. And um, the fact is, I mean, to, to have a wardrobe consultant or to be a wardrobe consultant is great and to be a color consultant is great and there are clients out there, but those are not image consultants. They just use those branding because it sounds fancier, smarter, bigger or whatever. And one of the first things I always tell my clients is, don't you worry, I don't come and drape your um, audience or your employees or your executives with any colored scarves and tell them they are a warm winter or a cold summer or an apple shape or whatever, because that's not the job of an image consultant. And my corporate clients are always very relieved when they hear that, because that's interesting for you to know what color type you are or what um, body shape, but from the perspective of a corporation, of course, this information doesn't have any value. What has value is that people have to understand what impact their appearance, their behavior, their communication, and their digital footprint has on the company's success. Absolutely. I know that you have an incredible offer on your website about the way, things that get in the way of us making a first impression. Can mm -hmm. you talk about that offer, and can you also give us a couple of sneak peeks of what we're going to learn when we sign up for it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, well, there, there are different offers on, on my website. The first one is uh, for free, and I encourage you to sign up for that. It's an um, e-book that you can uh, download, 100 Ways to Make a Powerful First Impression. And there are just 100 examples in the very small, what could influence and the way somebody perceives you or judges you. Because what people very often underestimate is that image is micromanagement. You can have a head-to-toe great look with an expensive suit, but if you have dirty shoes or a bad breath or an old wallet or whatever, you can ruin that impression very, very fast. And unfortunately, what we always do is people see things and notice things that are not right. We never notice the things that are uh, that are, are right. We always notice the things that are wrong, right? And so I just share with you 100 things you should take care of or um, see every single day. Um, am I okay on that side? And then there are several ways to work with me and several offers. You can go through an online consultation, an online uh, learning program. You can meet me here in New York City and we take you uh, through a transformation with that team, uh, with my team. Or you, if you are in an organization, I work for many companies as a keynote speaker or a workshop and um, a trainer to bring the 
importance of first impression into their teams, usually sales teams, leadership teams, women group, or onboarding programs. Okay, that makes a ton of sense. It's a great offer. Mm -hmm. I signed up for it, and everyone else should too. We greatly appreciate your incredibly valuable time. Is there anything else you want to share with our audience that I didn't think to ask you? Oh, thank you very much. I've been very excited to be with you and with your audience. And please connect online. My website is executive-image-consulting.com or stop by at Amazon and get a copy of The Image of Leadership. Okay, thank you so much. This has been Seth Green with Sylvie DeGusto of executive-image-consulting.com and the author of The Image of Leadership. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will talk to you next time. Sylvie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.